Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. On this week's show, we're going to speak with one of Tucson's most popular muralists, Jessica Gonzalez. This is an interview that's part of an ongoing series by the Tucson Gallery called Meet the Artist, and we thought this was a great one to share as we're celebrating women who have shaped Tucson. Today is March 12th, 2023. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core, and we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to the University of Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org, also available on your iPhone or Android using our very own Downtown Radio app. If you want to interact with us, you can do so on Facebook and Instagram. Also, if you would like more information on our show, our book, or our past episodes, head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org. And of course, you can listen to the podcast on all kinds of platforms like Spotify, iTunes, or simply asking your smart speaker to play Life Along the Streetcar podcast. Some of you know that in my uh, non-radio time, I am a uh, loan officer with Nova Home Loans. And one of the team members that I have, his name is Trevor Strang. He is a huge supporter of animal events around Tucson. And I just wanted to highlight a couple. One is nothing to do with downtown, but it's coming up next Saturday, the 18th. Uh, It's actually in Vail, and I bring it up because they've asked me to be the MC of it, so I'm going to leave the downtown area and head all the way out to Colossal Cave Road in the area called the Land Between the Tracks for St. Patrick's Day. It's a dog adoption event, so we're going to do that on March 18th, and then be on the lookout for an event in April at Highwire called the Canine Carnival, which is supporting... um, local organizations that are doing great things for our community when it comes to our canine friends out there. So just a huge shout out to Trevor Strang doing all this work in our community and thought we would uh, share that on our show today. And also we're sharing something from the Tucson Gallery. Every week they do an event called Meet the Artist. It's an opportunity for the public to come in and meet one of uh, Tucson's fabulous and talented artists. They do it in their galleries uh, usually Thursdays or Fridays from 5 to 7. You check out their website, the thetucsongallery.com, for more details on that. Uh, but recently, there was an interview that was done with uh, Jessica Gonzalez. And as we're celebrating people um, in, 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 you know, in March, specifically women who have made Tucson great and are shaping our history and our future, we thought this would be a really good interview to share. So the original interview... Uh, appears on Meet the Artist podcast from the Tucson Gallery. But since I do both, I got permission to uh, use Jessica's interview on our show today. I thought she just really is deserving of a broad audience. Today, we are joined by the one, the only, the fabulous, <laughs> and you must be exhausted, uh, Jessica Gonzalez. Hi. <laughs> so yes to the exhaustion? Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> Every time we try to schedule, she's like, absolutely. Oh, wait, no, I've got 74 things that week. Can, <laughs> yeah, can, we, push, can we push it back? You are crazy busy right now. How, have you been crazy busy for a while? 
Yeah, I, I have. It, it kind of feels like I'm waiting for, you know, some break in it. And it's like I have to plan a vacation for that to happen because it's yeah, it keeps going. And I think so. your last vacation was you got married or something. Didn't yeah. You? Honeymoon. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I'll get married so I can just get a break from the business. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so what, what are you up to lately? Uh, right now I'm working on a collaboration, a collaboration with Rock Martinez and we're painting, um, along the Rito river, oh. a long mural there. So, okay. Where, where about it's at the end of country club where the Tucson racket club is. Oh, nice. Okay. And it's just right across the bridge yep. and along the retaining walls there. Yeah. Heavily traveled area. So it'll be uh, yeah. well, well seen. I'm sure. Yep. <laughs> and you've, you've, are you mostly into murals at this point? I know you've done some originals, which we'll talk about, but it is mostly your life consumed with these huge projects. Yes, it is. And I, I hope to, to kind of balance that out in the future and, and do more stuff in my studio. But right now murals keep me busy around the clock. So. And has, as like painting, has that always been your, your medium or do you do anything else like sculpture or. I mean, I played around with it in college. <laughs> I enjoy it, but yeah, painting is, is definitely my favorite. Uh, well, <laughs> so let's kind of go back to the beginning then. When, when did you get started in, in art? When did you know this was like a passion for you? I've been lucky enough to always know. You know, I, it's, it's something I loved as a kid and I mean, a lot of kids do, but I think my parents, especially my mom, who's also an artist, she saw a little bit of extra, you know, she saw something special in what I was doing. So she always supported me continuing to do art. So it's like, I, I always knew I was going to do art. I didn't know in what capacity, but there was never a question about what direction my life was going to take. So I've always felt really fortunate for that reason. And when you went to school, then did, was that a focus? Like when you went to college, was that a, something you were intent about doing? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. And then how did you get into the mural side of things? That, I mean, I was always kind of interested in them. I mean, I've watched people creating murals around town and was curious about them. Um, but I, I kind of was just thrown into it because I applied for the city of Tucson mural arts program in 2016. And I really, I didn't think I'd get it at all. I had no experience painting murals, but I had a, you know, experience painting large canvases. <laughs> so that's the closest thing to a mural. Um, and I was just really like fortunate enough to be selected. And I just, well, I mean, like was right. thrown into it. So 2016, like seven years ago is about when you started doing murals. Mm-hmm. And then I'm seeing all of these murals all, I mean, that is a lot of work in seven years. Yeah. And I didn't start doing it full time till 2019. Oh my goodness. So you, you really don't have any time. Yeah. <laughs> you're not just blowing me off. You're, you're actually busy. <laughs> yeah. 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 It keeps me very, very busy. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a kind of a trendy thing right now. So, you know, being a mural artist, it's a good time to be doing it. There's a lot of people that have been doing it forever. But right now it's kind of a sweet spot. So, yeah. well, and, and you're doing something right. I think it was, was it 2022? You were named the, uh, the outdoor artist of the year. What was the, the award you won? The uh, best visual artist. Best visual artist. Yeah. Okay. Actually. Uh, and it's been a couple of years. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> not to brag. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, 21 and 22. That, I mean, that, to get that type of award with the type of competition that we have in Tucson, that's, that's phenomenal. And I, I don't know if people fully understand, like some of the work they see, they might not even know, like when they go by like the Rialto theater and they see the marquee, you do a lot of those, right? I, not yeah. the marquee, but the, 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 the show of murals. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. I do them every month. 
191 tool? Yeah, I, I, I repainted the marquee for 191 recently. Mm-hmm. And then we do change out the shows too. Okay, That's yeah. just words though. That's just words. <laughs> but I just think it's interesting because you, you, know, you have these big projects and then if you want to get a glimpse of a Jessica Gonzalez that's really temporary, you got to go to the Rialto Theater, take a picture of that wall because in a, in a month or so it's going to change. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's a really different way to approach mural painting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very like... I have to design it, keeping in mind that it's going to be, you know, changing really soon and it has to be painted really fast, but it has to pop and it has to bring people in. So, um, it's, it's a very, like, it's a little bit more of a graphic art kind of commercial art sort of. I'm trying to figure out at some point that building just has to grow because there's got to be so much paint on that wall. (laughs) I've actually cut a slice from it and it there, it's like, it's so Joe Padgett started that. Right. And then Danny Martin did it for a while and now I'm doing it. And you can literally see the layers of the different eras of muralists working there. It's pretty that's cool. Fan, that's fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. That's uh, that wall is going to be worth something one day. If they, uh, if they ever, uh, decide to, to shave off all of that and yeah. see if they can salvage it in some way. Right. I think that somebody should make something out of it. I don't know what sculpture, jewelry, something, you know, and you're not originally from Tucson. You, you moved here about what time? When I was 12. Okay. So 90. Never mind. Never mind. We don't, have to, we don't have to go to the specifics. When you were 12, yeah. where, did, where did you come from? Uh, I was born in Oklahoma, Oklahoma okay. City. Lived there till I was six. And then my family and I moved to Germany and lived there till I was 12 and then came here. So Air Force. When, when the, the most recent uh, Visual Artist Award was announced, I remember seeing on Facebook and, and if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. But you were very open and candid about how art helped you through some troubling times as a, as a youngster. Do you, do you mind kind of talking about that? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I was just really, really introverted and had a hard time kind of like in the social aspect of being in school. So I did a lot of art and that started a lot of conversations with my peers. And so I was able to connect with people in some way, or at least, you know, like start dialogues with other, you know, students. And that kind of really helped make up for the fact that I couldn't talk (laughs) because I was painfully shy. You could could talk through your images and your, and your art. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you have anyone that sees your work. I mean, it's a distinctive style. It's, it's very vibrant. There are, I mean, it's just, it's just pops. Everything is just, it's just like this explosion of colors. Mm-hmm. Has it always been that way? Or did you have like a dark period where it's just black and white? Uh, well, I did a lot of drawing when I was younger. So, you know, just gray, but I you know I've always loved color. I've always been really drawn to color and lots of it. Um, And I've definitely experimented with other stuff and I actually really enjoy a limited palette and I'm leaning more towards that now in life and a little bit more toned down. But, um, yeah, color is like my best friend, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And and then uh, your murals also have a sense of uh, history and culture. They they all seem to weave that in somehow. Is that, obviously it's intentional, but does that come from, from someplace special? Yeah. I mean, I think it, has a lot to do with, well, first of all, public art, you know, that it feels like it belongs in the space that it's in and that it enhances the space and also features 
the elements, you know, the people and the culture surrounding it. But, you know, I'm on this like long life or lifelong. I'm on this lifelong journey to discover my own identity culturally and just as a person, as an artist. So I'm always kind of thinking about those things and exploring those ideas. And a lot of it ends up in my art. Okay. Well, it's, it's, it's amazing to me the, the amount of, of, um, symbolism and ideas that can come across in an image. And I think you capture it really well. And I, I'm not alone. You have a lot of fans here in Tucson, a lot of fans. Thanks. You know, the fans are beyond just Tucson. When we get back from the break, we're going to talk about how people from outside of our area uh, uh, perceive her work. But I want to remind you that right now you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Welcome back. And we are in the midst of a special interview with Jessica Gonzalez, one of Tucson's uh, favorite muralists, uh, very prolific. The uh, interview itself was part of the Tucson Gallery's Meet the Artist event. Every week they have a different artist that comes in and as part of that they record a podcast. I uh, am lucky enough to be the one doing those interviews. So when I um, approached uh, the gallery about doing uh, Jessica Gonzalez on our show they felt fine with, with sharing this this podcast so you can hear the the full original podcast on meet the artist on the tucsongallery.com and uh, we've got our portion segmented out here talking about Jessica the artist and her impact on our community uh, and just before the break we were talking about all of her fans here in Tucson now we're going to talk about those that um, are from different parts of the world People come in and they they love your stickers and people from out of town they they grab they'll grab like a bunch of your stickers of your murals and i'll be like oh do you know jessica gonzalez like no <laughs> they just they just love that and they you know they don't even realize necessarily that they're all from the same artist so you you have something that really captures people's uh, uh attentions and imaginations awesome whether they know it's you or not yeah or whether they, whether they know it's a two-year running visual artist award or not <laughs> yeah and then tell me about this Tucson Together mural. It's right across the street from the gallery. This came at a very troubling time in Tucson. Yeah. What, 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 tell them, tell us about that. Yeah. So, um, I was approached about the concept. Um, so it was early 2020 and when everything was crazy and, um, the idea behind it was to, for every letter, is every letter of the word together is pulled from a sign of an iconic kind of Tucson business. And the idea was to just kind of unify Tucson, you know, bring something, a message of hope and togetherness, you know? Um, and I painted it in April, 2020 with a mask on, you know, and barricades. So nobody would get close to me. And, uh, <laughs> and it was really quiet downtown. It's quite an experience. It was, it was kind of strange, but, um, yeah, that's how that came to be. It was just kind of like 
to to sort of uplift people. And it, was, it was anonymous for a brief period. Like your name wasn't on that mural. And people were like, who did that? <laughs> was it? Yeah. It must have been because I. You weren't quite done. Maybe wasn't quite done. It yeah, lo- it looked done to the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing some posts on Facebook like, who did this? And uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, I know because I saw her painting it from over six feet away. Yeah. And I, the, the G is from hotel Congress and, mm-hmm. and I'm embarrassed to say that I got all of them. And I'm like, where's that G from? I couldn't figure out the G and was like, with the G and someone like points at the hotel Congress. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> it's like, right, right there. Right there. That, well, that's, what's so fun about that one too, is it, it is interactive in that way, you know, and your stuff's popping up everywhere. Uh, I'm not sure if people are fully aware that you have uh, a comedian on Netflix that you would design a stage for. Yeah. Yeah, that was an amazing project. I, yeah, so the comedian is Cristela Alonso. She played at the Rialto Theater. She had a show in 2019 when I was painting show murals and I did one for her. And she, um, she, she liked the mural that I did and kind of like followed me. And, you know, we sort of talked a little bit about doing something together in the future, but there was no like clear direction for what that was going to be. And then she decided to film her Netflix, her second Netflix stand-up special. Um, and, and she was apparently talking with her producer about how to make that back, like the stage in the background interesting. And she thought of me and, you know, having me come in and paint a mural. So, so she reached out. It was like surreal and super fun. And I, and there might be just too much Jessica Gonzalez news, but I completely missed that. And, and, uh, you know, my business partners, the ones that helped, uh, helped open the Tucson gallery, they were watching just Tony Ray Baker and Darren Jones. They were watching, uh, Netflix and they got irate because this comedian was using your art. Like they, 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 it's like someone is just copying her style and they were just so upset. And then they see the credits at their end, like, Oh, it is Jessica. <laughs> oh, good. We don't have to raise a ruckus. <laughs> no ruckus raising here. It was, it was it, it just another one of those examples where you don't always expect to see. Um, it's just nice to see Tucson being represented and respected in the way that it is. Yeah. Are, totally. you, are you doing murals in other cities or is Tucson really all you can do at the moment? Um, I have done a few in Albuquerque because my dad owns a vacation rental and I paint them for him in his, in uh, his rental, which is fun. Um, I have done some just outside of Tucson. So mm-hmm. in Saurita, and then I have done one in Bisbee. Um, but that is it right now. However, we're planning, my husband and I are planning a road trip this summer and we're hoping to paint some murals along the way. Oh, so. breaking news here, folks. You're hearing it first on the <laughs> Meet the Artist podcast brought to you by the Tucson Gallery. Breaking yeah. So news. if you're in Little Rock or uh, Memphis. <laughs> well, listen up, Little Rock and Memphis. You, you got something <laughs> special coming your way. When Jessica Gonzalez rolls in, you want to hang out and watch her, uh, watch her paint. Yeah. And when, when you, when you're in your studio, are you by yourself or do you have people around you? Do you have noise? Do you have quiet? What's your environment like? Nobody around me for sure. Um, (laughs) if I can avoid it, um, music usually or podcast. That's what I, you know, like to get in the zone, have some little bit of, uh, you know, lavender oil going and, you know, just peace and quiet for the most part, which is the opposite of painting publicly. I was so. going to say that's the, 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 I can see why you want to get back in the studio a little bit more. Yeah. It's therapy. <laughs> it keeps me grounded, you know? <laughs> well, the, um, 
the, the excitement people have when they come in, it, it's, it's one of the reasons we opened the Tucson gallery, I, having a place where Jessica Gonzalez can display her artwork and get merchandise and other things with those murals on it. The, the public loves it. And, and it's heartwarming to see that, that kind of gratification, but it was also heartwarming when you created a couple of pieces for the gallery and you posted on, on Instagram and you showed pictures of them and you said, this was you kind of getting back to your roots and you were excited by that. Mm-hmm. And um, again, you know, talking to Tony Ray and Darren, we all sort of like, it was like, this is why we do it. It's so nice to, to have that. So we appreciate that you were open about that and shared that. Yeah. I'm, I was really excited for the opportunity to have a reason to get back in the studio. That, that to me was like one of the most valuable things of being part of this. <laughs> My friends outside. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I, um, it just gave me a reason to like kind of reconnect with myself as an artist and on a more personal level. And so that's really, really important to me. And I'm really glad to have the chance to tap into that, you know? Well, last question here as we wrap up, just, just one of the things we wanted to do was also help uh, artists in Tucson get moving. Um, if, if they're struggling in any way, is there advice out there for someone that's getting into either public art or just really trying to find their voice or, or maybe has the issue where they're, they're not able to communicate as, as well verbally or socially. And, you know, are there any things that you can pass along? That's a lot of it. That's a lot of stuff to put into <laughs> one question. Well, I would say for anyone who's trying to start getting into public art, um, you know, something that I've learned along the way is that <laughs> when you're painting publicly and you're painting for clients and, you know, things, um, it's easy to kind of like fall into this kind of groove that is, you know, painting the kind of stuff that people that you think people want to see. And I just think it's really important to always stick to whatever you're passionate about. Cause that's, that's going to make everything you do like really worthwhile in the end. So for me, it's always coming up with something new, painting something new, some new technique or, um, like a different style, even just mixing it up all the time. That's what keeps me engaged with it and keeps me connected to it, you know, as from an artist's perspective. So I think that is really important to hold on to. Um, and, uh, what was the other question? Well, I was just wondering, you, you, art was very therapeutic and, and helpful for you. And just kind of curious, is that, did it just come automatically or is there something you had to tap into? Is there some advice you could give someone that maybe has artistic talent that's feeling kind of that isolation that you were feeling? And, and you know, what were some of those steps to, to move forward? Yeah, well, I mean, definitely showing your work. I know a lot of people create work and then are either nervous to show it or feel like you know that's a big step it is a big step but it's an important one because you know you're never going to be able to really like share your thoughts and your work with people and then have conversations that will keep you growing unless you put it out there so that's important and there are all kinds of gallery spaces you know that offer different types of of spaces you know for different kinds of art so there's something for everyone out there it's just a matter of of um being vulnerable enough to to do that. Yeah, I would yeah, imagine that's the that's that's the fear, right? We all don't really want someone to say they don't like something we did. Yeah, yeah, and I I think everybody has the choice to explain as much as they want to. Also, you know, I mean, sometimes even just coming up with titles is difficult for me. But you can tell people as much as you want to about your art, or you can it can be a mystery. They can come up with 
whatever thoughts they have about it, they can interpret it their own way. You know, it's totally up to the artist to divulge as much information as they want to, but you still want people to see it. So. Well, I don't know. There's a, a 12 year old in Tucson that, uh, came here shy, introverted, started showing her art. And now she is here at the Tucson gallery about to meet a bunch <laughs> of raucous fans. You can hear them starting to gather in the background, waving to us through the windows. <laughs> so uh, hopefully you're over the, uh, the shyness phase and you're able to talk to some people tonight. I mean, yeah, it's, it's better than it used to be. It's, it's still challenging, but you got to do it, right? You got to do it. Well, Jessica, I really appreciate your time tonight. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to, to, to seeing some more of these, uh, um, original pieces come out of your studio. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Jessica Gonzalez, a muralist here in Tucson, very prolific, very famous. Uh, she was uh, being interviewed by, uh, by me for the Tucson Gallery's Meet the Artist event and podcast. Uh, you can check out more details about the Tucson Gallery, all of their live events, and the uh, other podcasts that we've been able to do thetucsongallery.com. But right now, I want to remind you that my name is Tom Heath, and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Really fun show today with Jessica Gonzalez highlighting the beautiful art and artist that we have here in Tucson as part of the Tucson Gallery's Meet the Artist event. Really cool things. On the show, we get to talk about music, history, culture, art, and next week we're going to carry that theme forward with a gentleman named John uh, Vornholt. He is a a prolific author, screenwriter. He's been a uh, reporter on the entertainment scene, and he is part of a group here in Tucson called the Old Pueblo Playwrights. They have a big festival coming up at the end of March, beginning of April, 12 plays, five days, really um, interestingly conceived event, and we'll hear all about that on next week's show. Coming up next, Ted Prozelski, Words and Work, as part of uh, Downtown Radio's ongoing effort to make you informed of all the amazing things happening within our community. And to that end, we're going to leave you with a little music today by one of our... uh, Our favorites here, this is Dan Mills going back from 2017 on an album called Something Good. And as we're talking about all this art, we're talking about a fabulous place, and it's called Tucson, Arizona. That's the name of this song. My name is Tom Heath. I hope you have a great week. And tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar. I don't like walking in the cold. I like driving in the sunshine. So take me out of the slow. I wanna leave all of the run